Hello, hello, and welcome back to Houndcast. On this episode, I sat down with the director of the Mayor's Initiative of the City of Bethlehem, Angie Delgrasso-Stein, to discuss her role as Moravian's new Alumni Board President. We chatted about her experience as the founder and owner of Steel City Plant Company, her recent marriage, and her mission to convince her niece to enroll at Moravian. We also talked about what she hopes to accomplish for her community, not only at the university, but for the city as a whole. Enjoy this episode of Houndcast. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Um, we have Angie Delgrasso Stein, class of 2014, here. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day. Thank you. Of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. Well, welcome back to campus. I know you've been here a good amount, but it's nice to have you back in the library, specifically in the Zinzanko Center. Always great to be back. And this media center is really, really cool. Gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's great, great technology we have. Uh, so, I just want to start off, you know, you were here at Moravian, you're still here at Moravian, but can you tell me, you know, about your time at Moravian, uh, what brought you here, and what did you study, and what was your trajectory? Sure. So I graduated from Salisbury High School, but prior to that, I grew up in the city of Bethlehem. So I've always known about Moravian and really loved the campus and just have known how much of a renowned school it was and cherished in our community. So really was excited. That was my first pick after graduating high school. So I actually applied early decision and knew pretty early on that I'd be coming to Moravian and was just so thrilled to get back to Bethlehem, which was really um, close to my heart always. So I majored in business management, marketing track. I minored in Spanish for a little bit as well, but I didn't finish that piece of it. And I also was a member of Sigma 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 sorority and did an internship here for three years at the Chamber of Commerce, which led to my career. That's great. That's great. So, you know, that internship really bloomed into something a little bit more. Uh, Where did you go after that? Yes. So I interned around the chamber in different departments. And then right after graduation, I was only off for a week and started full-time for the chamber. So led directly to a job opportunity. So I started as an executive assistant for the Business and Diversity Councils for the Greater Lehigh Valley Chamber, working out of our Allentown office at the time. I did that for maybe a year or so before working my way up. So I went through manager, director, vice president in that role. So I was in that department for five and a half years working in diversity. So I worked with our Young Professionals Council, our Small Business Council, Women's Business, Hispanic Chamber, African American Business, LGBTQ Business Councils. So got to meet really, really fantastic people that are lifelong friends. After those five and a half years, a position opened up in the Bethlehem branch of the Greater Lehigh Valley Chamber, which is where I did a big part of my internship for those years here at Moravian. So it was a no-brainer to take that opportunity. So I moved into the senior vice president role of Bethlehem Initiatives for the chamber. And I was in that role for a little over two years before um, Mayor Reynolds. He's also a Moravian alum. He ran for mayor and asked if I would come work for him. So he was elected, this take, took office this past January. And now I'm his director of mayor's initiatives for the city of Bethlehem. 
That's great. That's yeah. great. Congratulations. Thank on you. All of that move. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anything specific that you're working on uh, with the mayor that you're, you know, head over heels about? There's so much every day, and there's a million things that need to get done, not enough hours in the day. But it's really exciting work and just really rewarding. So right now we're going into budget season, and <laughs> the probably the most exciting opportunity we have in front of us is the American Rescue Plan Act that was passed by our federal government, and it dispersed millions of dollars into local municipalities. So Bethlehem received $34 million dollars in recovery funds for the pandemic that we are able to really make systemic changes for years and years to come. So it was a chance of a lifetime and I get to be on the team that helps figure out exactly what to do with those funds and how to make the biggest impact in our community. So we have a lot of things facing us. Homelessness is a big problem. Affordable housing is a big problem that the pandemic just brought even more to light. We knew they were problems, but the pandemic just broke those systems. Uh, so during your time at Moravian, uh, you know, you said you were involved in, in a number of things. Uh, after your time at Moravian, you know, it, it seems like you, you came back. How did you come back and in what capacity were you expecting to be and where did it take you? Yes. So I'm trying to figure out exactly when I got brought back into the Alumni Association. I believe Allison Remzing was here and she was one of our advisors when I was in my sorority. And she was involved with the board at the time and asked me to come to some meetings. So I started coming to the Alumni Association meetings. Really liked it. Actually, Mayor Reynolds was the president at the time, <laughs> which is how we got to know each other pretty well. And um George Wacker was involved and is now the outgoing president, and he's a great friend now, too, and we work together at the city as well. So it was just really exciting to find out that even though it's not people that you went, you might have graduated with, you all had such a shared experience being at Moravian that your passions are so similar. So it still feels like coming home and being around people who get it. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I mean, George Wacker was here for an episode before, yes. and, you know, he said very exciting things about the alumni board, yeah. uh, which now you are, are holding. Big shoes to fill. Big, Mayor big Reynolds shoes. and then George Wacker. So. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I see your boots. They're pretty big. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so what kind of vision do you have for the next year, and what are you hoping just to bring in? I think just building upon the work that they really set up and has been so successful. The pandemic, of course, was devastating. However, it did bring about a lot of technological advances. And, you know, we look back and we're like, how weren't we thinking of this beforehand? I, but we've seen such a rise in engagement in the Alumni Association from being able to have people participate via Zoom all over the country, all over the world in our meetings. So I really want to continue to build upon that and just build up the engagement. I think that we see some patterns of, okay, we'll have a big cluster of people from this graduating class and this. So class of 2014, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Be ready for the Facebook messages, Instagram messages, trying to get that engagement up um, to get people re-engaged here at Moravian and see what they can contribute. I think a lot of people love and care about Moravian and may not be in a financial position to be able to give back yet and don't realize that there's so many other ways to be able to stay involved and give back. So my goal is to just continue spreading that message. I also want to strengthen alumni relations with different clubs and organizations. So that's something that I've seen as an opportunity being a Tri-SIG alum 
is that after you know you're gone for a while and you don't know people anymore that are in the sorority necessarily there can be that disconnect so maybe utilizing the alumni association as an avenue to be able to be the bridge between alumni and different clubs sports greek life all of those different things to strengthen those alumni relations definitely uh, is there any i know we do events throughout the year uh, is there any event in particular that you know you've loved in the past or you think is you know, a good way to ease someone's uh, volunteer efforts in. Mm. My, I mean, favorite event's homecoming. That's probably <laughs> not the best way to ease someone in, though. That's just, like, really throwing you in. <laughs> yeah. But um, homecoming's my favorite. But I would say one of the easier ones are the different networking nights. So I think that that's a really good way that you can be engaged with the Alumni Association, but also really tangibly feel like you're giving back by connecting with students. So... All of our graduates have something to offer, no matter what direction they went in life, that a student that's currently here can benefit from. So come back for one of those networking events and talk to some students and then see how you can help. We definitely have them. Yep. Uh, listeners, if you are on the events alumni page, we have lots of different events coming up, along with any volunteer opportunities that you're looking to get involved in. Now that you are the association president, are you trying to, you know, draw the younger folks in to make them, you know, part of the hounds? So my husband's little sister is my sister-in-law. She is a senior in high school and she's looking at different schools and she's and she wants to do nursing. So Perfect. naturally, Moravian is the best nursing school. <laughs> little bias. But um, since both of us went there and she grew up coming to his football games, it was on her list. So we've been showing her the school and walking her through that admissions process here at Moravian. So it's really, really cool to see the process from a different lens now that we've done it ourselves and now have someone else going through it. And just amazing because I'm involved in a lot of the other schools that she's looking at. Moravian is the only one that reaches out multiple times with an actual human being, not an automated computer. I mean, we get those two, and that's great. But she had an actual student call her after she applied to just come to an open house and ask her how the open house was and if they had any questions and talk about their experience. So that personal touch we haven't seen from any other school that she's been looking at. So just makes me really proud. Um, I mean, the website is fantastic mm -hmm. that we have. It makes the admissions process so simple. Yeah. Not the same at other schools. <laughs> so, you know, I always just thought that I was biased because I went here. But now actually looking at the logistical steps of um, admissions, I mean, Moravian is just at the top of its game. So she's really excited. She loved her campus tour. She was here with us at homecoming. So we're trying not to push it all. It's 100% her choice. <laughs> but she did say that it was at the top of her list the other day. And we both tried to play it very cool. Like we just tried to have no reaction and be like, okay, great. They're writing that down. <laughs> we're trying to, yeah, not nerd out over it. But are you going to go really cool. to uh, the Moravian bookstore to get her some gear? Already did. Already did. Mm -hmm. Very and she has all of his gear from when he that he like left at home when he moved out. So like retro at this yeah. point. Mm -hmm. She rocks his like Moravian lax <laughs> sweatshirt. She looks so cool when she's on campus. Yeah, yep. yeah, she will. <laughs> Fingers crossed. And uh, if she will be an incoming freshman, she might even see the the new hub that's going to be built. Yes. That's yes. an exciting project that's coming up. Really cool project. And speaking of the new hub, the Alumni Association was so proud to be a big part of that. So we were able to 
donate funds to help build out one of the main rooms in the new hub project. So really excited for that. It will be a space that alumni are welcome in and can gather in and can be used for different meetings and events. So really looking forward to seeing that project complete. During your time here, I know you made a ton of friends. Uh, is there anyone specific that you are still connected to or you know have a relationship with? Yeah, so I just got married. Uh, thank you. So my, I, my husband, Zach, he went to Moravian. He graduated from here. We did not meet at school. He <laughs> was a senior when I was a freshman. So somehow, even though it's a small campus, we did not have any overlap. He played football and lacrosse here, though, so he had a fantastic experience. But we did meet because of Moravian. So because we had so many mutual friends, I guess on social media, we ended up connected and he actually messaged me on LinkedIn, so that's a, a big oh, joke, big joke. So professional. Yeah, so professional. <laughs> so we met that way, and he came to some chamber events that I was working with the Young Professionals Council, and um, that it's been going ever since. That's great to hear. So we just got married, and um, my wedding had a lot of Moravian alum there, so we had a really great time. My sorority sisters were there. One of my sorority sisters was a bridesmaid in my wedding. Shout out to Lindsay Narzical. <laughs> um, so, yeah, definitely still in touch with so many people. We got to take, you know, the classic Moravian flag photo on yeah, the, the dance classic. floor. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, that was a really fun time. So I, I joke. I'm like, that's the only reason I had to make sure I married a Moravian alum. Just, to for, get, the like, the just yeah. for the picture. Just for the picture. Well, I hope that um, you could send us a picture and we get that in the magazine. I should, yes. Yeah, yeah we'd love to, to get you out there. It's always nice to see yeah. Moravian alums uh, in that magazine just, you know, celebrating announcements like a birth, a wedding, engagement, things like that. It's always it's just great to see the community. Yeah, the magazine is such a great way to keep in touch with people you may have lost track with over the years and just see what's going on on campus. So I love that magazine. I'll definitely send it in. Yeah, class notes are really great. Um, as someone who previously handled them, it's just fun to see what people are excited to share. Yeah, it is. If you were to give any young alumni who have recently graduated some advice, what advice would that be? For young alumni, I'm thinking back to my experience of when I was younger alumni. <laughs> and I would say don't underestimate yourself or your value again to current students. So I would say pretty quickly after I graduated, I was already talking to my organization about what internship opportunities we could turn around and offer to students, what type of fellowship programs may be around, what type of shadow work. So there's so much, even as a nonprofit that you can't pay, students can get class credit for so many different things. So just think about what your organization may, meet, may need and how a student may be able to fill that gap and just always be ready to turn around and give that same experience back that you may have been offered when you were a student. Definitely, definitely. Are there any professors that really, you know, shaped you or, you know, staying close to your heart that you want to give a shout out to? Yeah, Dr. Kaskowitz <laughs> and Dr. Ravel um, definitely are top 
two of my best experiences that I've had. I try to stay in touch with them on Facebook and <laughs> Dr. Marabella. Oh my gosh, can't forget Dr. Marabella. <laughs> also friends on Facebook. So it's really cool to see how you can stay in touch with professors and that relationship develops as you go into adulthood and you um, can become more friendly with them. So, but definitely impacted my experience here at Moravian and beyond uh, much more than I'm sure they even know. Definitely. So, shout yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, I know. We had uh, Coffee and Connections a few weeks ago, but it was really nice to see just alumni interacting with professors and faculty members uh, in just a, a calm and relaxed way. You know, they were, yeah. they were in a classroom, but they weren't in a classroom setting. And it's just, it's, it warms my heart to really see the connection and they genuinely want to be there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And they just become so ingrained in our community too and um, are amazing people that deserve all the thanks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and Dr. D, Dr. Desiderio. Dr. D, I'm actually, I'm starting Hi, grad girl. classes soon and she's <laughs> going to be my first professor. Oh my gosh, you're lucky. It's amazing, <laughs> amazing. How did you, kind of off topic, how did you get started with the plant, your plant Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. (laughs) That small thing you have. So during COVID, I did start Steel City Plant Company, an urban plant shop. I have just always loved plants. So I have no school background, no education in that at all, besides my business degree. That was very, very helpful. But um, my mom just always loved plants, and they were always in the house growing up. So I learned about them and learned how to care for them. And after I graduated from Moravian, I moved to downtown Bethlehem. So naturally wanted to fill my own space with plants and just realized that it wasn't an easy process. There there was no grab-and-go plant shop, um, at least in, definitely not in walking distance, and really would have to drive into Allentown to be able to do that, but you would still have to go pot it yourself. And by the time you have a finished product, it was, you know, a day's labor. So I found myself complaining about it all the time, mm-hmm. and I always told myself that I, I always knew I wanted to own my own business and really utilize that Moravian degree, but never knew exactly what to do. So I made a promise to myself years ago I would be cognizant of the things I'm complaining about and then try to find a solution to whatever that is. So I complained about it enough, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do something about it. And it was the middle of COVID, so what a ridiculous time to try to start a business, but it it worked. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, you had plenty of time to start a business. (laughs) Yeah, that is true. It did give us some extra free time to really think and clear our heads. So got the business plan done. Partnered with a fantastic business here in Bethlehem, Domasi Home, for a brick and mortar. Um, but we did first just launch a Steel City Plant Company as a pop-up shop. So in 2020. So started doing pop-ups um, on Main Street, in the Christmas huts that are on Main Street, at different businesses all over the Lehigh Valley. And they were such a hit that it was definitely a draw to open a brick and mortar location. So opened up that shop in 2020, end of 2020 on Main Street in the Woolworth building, and we were there for a little over a year and just had the best time. Really, really great experience um, having that storefront business. So then the opportunity came along to go work for the mayor, um, which was unexpected and amazing. Um, So we're taking a little bit of a break from the brick-and-mortar experience, but stay tuned for pop-ups to come and um, maybe another store in the future. We have our eye out. I imagine that uh, all the plants that were in your shop are just in your in my your, apartment, your place right now. They are, okay. and my parents' house. So both <laughs> two jungles. Yeah, and you're taking care of all of it, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, if you want to add one, come. I have a spider plant that is oh, dying. Great. <laughs> I don't think you can kill a spider plant, but somehow I am. Yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> 
But I have a Christmas cactus that's like blooming again. Yeah. It's totally dead. Yeah, it's probably a Thanksgiving cactus. Maybe. Mm-hmm. So, fun fact. Yes. There's Easter cacti, Thanksgiving cacti, and Christmas cacti. And they're named differently based on the time of year that they bloom. But you can tell the difference because the leaves are shaped differently. Even though at a quick glance it would look like an identical plant. Mm-hmm. Depends if they're pointed on the edge or rounded. I have no idea. I can't wait to go look at yeah. mine. <laughs> probably Thanksgiving if it's blooming now. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Thanks Fun for talking for the me day. Yeah. <laughs> well, before we wrap up, is there anything, um, you know, personal or professional or alumni presidential that you're looking to share or just get out there? To anyone listening, current students or current um, alumni, just think about all the different ways that you can be involved. And if you don't know where to start, please reach out to the Alumni Association. It can be as simple as posting a picture of yourself wearing a Moravian sweatshirt on our social media page and tagging us. That goes further than you know, all the way to just showing up at an event, helping greet, helping out at the homecoming tent. There's so, so many ways to get involved, and we would love to have you. And it's more than just giving back. It really does give you that sense of home and connection to local hounds. And I would say it can be intimidating to come out and meet a new group of people. But what I will say is that not to be afraid of it. It's really not like because we all went to Moravian, you have so much more in common than you will ever expect. So there's not those awkward silences or like, what am I going to talk to this person about? Um, you really do just enjoy talking about your experience and your time here at Moravian. Definitely. Well, 2023 is going to be really exciting just yes. because of all the events we have and what a great leader we're going to have. Thanks. <laughs> Excited to get started. And really, I'm here for anyone that wants to reach out and feel more connected. Great, great. Well, listeners, we will have a bunch of links in the show notes. If you have any feedback for us, definitely shoot us an email at alumni at moravian.edu. Thank you so much, Angie. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Houndcast. We hope you enjoyed our conversation with Angie and want to thank you for supporting Houndcast. This is our final episode of season five, but we hope to have you back and listening to Houndcast when we return for season six. Be on the lookout for the Alumni News Bulletin for updates. Please be sure to check out the show notes for links and further information on topics we discussed in this show. Have a wonderful break, and as always, hound them. <laughs>